you have to deal with that you've kind of put off because working, you know, on your business sometimes is things that we're not necessarily like equipped with. It's not intrinsic for us to know how to run a PL or mm. how to get, you know, paperwork stuff and number stuff and those. Hey Slay, hey everyone, it's me, Che, and I'm with my girl, Nina, and welcome back to the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. We want to give a big shout out to our sponsors at Oligo Professional. We love you so much, and make sure to head over to oligopro.com for all of your product knowledge, inspiration, and education. Hey, Nina, hey. baby girl, I just love you. <laughs> I love you and your fancy little little shirt today, your little zebra shirt. I love Listen, it. Listen, girl, I had to get up. I was up at like 6 a.m. getting into the gigs, mm. talking about inspiration and motivation. So I had to get dressed. You know, those days when you're like so early that you have to chug coffee and like get dressed. You're like, okay, I'm taking it serious today. Mm. Let's go. Well, you showed up. So thank you. I just rolled on in here to the office, so I'm I'm quite cash. But, but you're always gorgy. Thanks. You're the best. I love you. Guess what is also very exciting about today? Nina, I just, I can barely contain myself <laughs> because all I can say is joyful, joyful. That's what I think about our guest. Our guest is amazing. Yes, she's very joyful. She's always <laughs> happy and bubbly. And we've already just talked about this stuff. And it's so true. And I think it's just the energy that comes through yeah. her social media and Instagram. And I just love the fact that she really talks about time management and organization, mm. something that you and I need a lot of work on. So we got to bring yes. in an expert to really talk about this stuff. So today... We have a very special guest, and she is a salon owner. She is a hairstylist. She is based in San Diego, and she is a salon business coach. And welcome to our show, Miss Lexi Lomax. Yay. Yay. Thank you, guys. I was really hard to be quiet because I want to giggle with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I can be quiet. I can do this. Yeah. Now we can giggle out loud. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just have to say, we already told you this, but I want everyone on here. If you're not following Alexi, like it is just true, authentic, joyful moments that are very clear and educational. And I just love that about you. I love what you bring to the industry and I cannot wait to learn time management and organization from you. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. I'll try to keep that subject joyful as well. Cause really like, <laughs> let's be honest. It's not the sexiest thing we get to do in our beauty businesses, but right. it's so important. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So before we dive into all of the tips and resources, cause I know that you have a whole bag full of tricks that you're going to share with us. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey and how you got into the industry and why you chose this business and how you kind of ended up to be where you are today. All right. The the Cliff Notes version. I was not a hairdresser. I was in college here in San Diego and I had an opportunity that I could start a business. I always loved the beauty industry and this is embarrassing, but it's just my truth. I was a pageant child 
And, <laughs> and so I grew up in the salon. I loved it. The energy as we all know is so friggin' fun yes. and, and just, it's a, a wonderful place to be. And so I always loved the salon. So when that was like put kind of at my opportunity doorstep. I was like, hell yeah, I'm doing it. I don't know how, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a junior in college. I'm going to figure this out. And I thought, oh, I'll open a rental salon. Cause that's easy. Mm, Obviously right. I am. If you could see the eye roll <laughs> listening to this podcast, <laughs> you know, you would know it's huge. So I thought it was going to be super simple. Um, I got my rear end handed to me the first couple of years in business. And, um, but I still loved it. I didn't care. Like you could beat me up, but if I was at the salon, I was happy. If I was with the people in the salon, I was happy. And at that point I was not seeing clients because I was not a cosmetologist. So fast forward, I said, what am I doing with my life? Like, I don't want to go to law school, which was my original plan. I, I want to be here. Like, I don't care. And these yeah. chicks are killing it. Like who can make a thousand dollars a day, you know, in 2007 and eight, when people were not making any dollars a day. Um, and I'm like, I can't, this is what I need to do. This is what I've always been called to do. And my love for the industry had not wavered at all. Um, and frankly, I couldn't have gotten a job anyways with a college degree in those years, like you were SOL. So I was like, this is what I'm doing. And I got my cosmetology license continuing to fast forward a little bit. Then I, I built my clientele really quickly. I was able to help the women that worked with me transform their businesses mm. and make more money and just do things like differently. Because I, I think as an outsider, sometimes we have a privilege that we don't know what's normal. Uh, and so I use that to my advantage when I built my clientele with the women that worked with me, who, by the way, were all way older than me and so old school that they were like, they trusted me, but it was different. Right. Yeah. And, and back then, like now that's kind of more the norm, but back then that was not the norm. So, um, it kind of just rolled with it. And then slowly, but surely people were like, Hey Lexi, can you help me? And they didn't work in my salon. They didn't work in my town and different companies were like, Hey, do you want to come like work with us or kind of talk to our team? And so I had all these different opportunities to meet people. And I was like, I need to simplify this. Cause it's taking a lot of my time. Yeah. Like I'm, I want to help everybody, but like you can't do that. Like you're just still a human. So I started like making little kind of courses. They weren't, they were just like emails and little random things. And then somebody was like, are you charging for this? And I wasn't because I just wanted to be helpful. And then that's how I rolled into being a, a salon business coach. And really it's always just been about sharing my answers because the opportunity that I have been afforded in this industry as an outsider even, you know, being brought in now yeah. I, I, I'm in finally, <laughs> um, you know, have, have been not only life-changing, but just like life giving. And, and so I am all about sharing answers and, and that's what I continue to do now. It's just way more structured. Yes. Uh, how long have you, so I want to know how long have you had your salon and how long have you been a hairstylist? So I've had my salon 15 years. And so I opened my salon when I was 20, like, wow, for you nuts, literally like the youth of that moment in my life and the naivety, like got me where I am. Right. But, and then I've been a stylist for 12. Wow. So it didn't take me long to recognize. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And I love that you're talking about, you know, your ownership and 
you kind of like at first, like did that eye roll. So everyone, I'm glad that you brought that up. It was like, rental is going to be so easy. And, and, you know, as a leader, we're always dealing with people and sometimes, and mo- actually most times, cause I've been there and I think we all have is that when we're owning our business and especially when we are first licensed to touch with our license, that is our saving grace, right? It's almost like a crutch when you're in that leadership ownership area and we can always lean into that. And with your 15 years of experience, Lexi, do you have, talking about time management, Yeah. Um, do you have any best practices over your journey or advice for salon owners that maybe are leaning too much in to behind the chair and they're almost missing the bar every month to check in with their team or hit crucial numbers. Like what are those best practices that you found along your way just to help the salon owners to work on their business instead of in? Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think that's a really important distinction that as a salon owner, we think of every single day. Like you need to have dedicated time. Yes. Like be behind the chair, see the clients, do your craft, live through the creativity that we that we're afforded, right? But if you are going to take on the role as a leader, which hello, you are, if you're a salon owner, yes. um, you must give time back to becoming a leader and doing the leadership role, right? So whether mm-hmm. that is leaning in with your team and ch- having check-ins and, you know, I just make it a point that every day that I have a check-in with somebody, you know, I have a, a pretty large group of women that I, that I work with. And so I, I don't do like a structured meeting less necessarily like every 30 days, which you might want to do if you have commission stylists or employees or, you know, but every structure is different. And, and so for me, what works is that I connect with every girl every week and I call them girls, but some are, they're, they're very much women, uh, <laughs> but they're my girls. Um, and so, you know, like I'm checking in with each of them every week, whether that is like face-to-face conversation, like, you know, Hey, how's it going? What's going on? How's your business? Like, and I'm doing those things to see where I can be a resource. And, and sometimes it's not even really even about their business. It's about mm-hmm. that relationship. So that is something that is kind of more fluid because relationships are fluid. Right. And, and she might be busy on Tuesday when I scheduled her. And so that's not going to work. Right. Um, so I just make a point to check in with my girls, but the, the one thing in terms of like time management and business planning that every owner needs to do is at least the bare minimum is have one, what like air quote CEO day a month. And I like to call it a Lexi day because then I get to, for me, that's fun and exciting, but I recognize that that might not be fun and exciting for everyone. There may be things that you have to deal with that you've kind of put off because working, you know, on your business sometimes is things that we're not necessarily like equipped with. It's not intrinsic for us to know how to run a PL or mm-hmm. how to get, you know, paperwork stuff and numbers stuff and those kind of things. And, or even business planning is sometimes difficult because we don't know what to do next. Really. Um, we know we're going to keep chugging along and we're really good with the client work. But when you look at a business from a more like global perspective and it, it can, it can get muddy real fast. And so I think giving yeah. yourself the time 
to even just make the brainstorm so that the mud becomes a little more clear is so, so important. And so I think no matter what, it's a non-negotiable. It's not on a day off. You still need your days off, but it has to be like, you're going to take a day off of your book away from clients. And I know that that can be scary financially because of, you know, the, the amount of money we can make behind the chair. And sometimes owners are paying for their salon because their salon isn't profitable. Like I, you know, all of these things are very real, but until you step into that and really step into that, I'm going to take care of my business first. I don't, I, you know, you've got to just take the leap and take the day off at least Mm. once a month. What I would prefer is that you do it once a week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love the information. I think it's so important because it's so easy to get caught up in the mundane and get caught up in the everyday. You know, one day you're wearing a hat that's, you know, fixing something in the bathroom, then your washer breaks and your dryer broke, and then your sink is broken, and then light bulbs need to be changed. And yes. then you have a disgruntled client. You, you know what I mean? You're wearing so many hats. And I find that it's hard sometimes to step away from the noise. But here's what what I learned being a commission owner for so long was that I'm the only one that can make significant, significant changes in the direction of the way that my business is growing. My stylist yeah. can't do that. But what my stylist can do is take care of clients. Absolutely. So everyone has to know their role and understand that I, Nina, am the only one as the leader that can make decisions, make strategies, make plans, and take action to change the future of the business. And if I rely on anybody else to do it, I can't because there isn't anyone. It's not like I can call stylist, my stylist, Sarah, and say, hey, um, I was thinking about how we're going to scale the business next year. And I'm looking at our, like, that's not a problem. Do you know what I mean? No. Although we do talk about goal setting and, and those kinds of things for them in their sales, but you have to own the fact that it's your responsibility. And the only person that is able to do it is you. So you have to delegate and understand that, yes, you may be the breadwinner in your business, for your revenue, but that has to shift. So you can, like Lexi said, take that CEO Mm. day. I love that. Or the Lexi day or the Nina, whoever you are day, anything, anything to put that time aside and start strategizing and planning. And if it's like once a week, cause I do, I live for a once a week. Do you, what do you think that once a week is? Is it like a half a day? Is it a full day? Is it just a couple hours? Like, what does that look like? Well, it, it depends on your, like, honestly, like how, how structured you are and how disciplined you are. Like I could sit down and if you gave me 90 minutes, I could bust out a ton, but because now I have a system in place, mm-hmm. the, but if you, you need to start at least with, I would say a brainstorm every week and think of at least three things you don't want to do. And three things, you know, need to happen that don't bother you as much. They're not as egregious to, you know, your life, because some of the things I'm not kidding. Like, even for me, I don't want to do, I don't want to pull documents for the bank to refinance, but I need to. Right. So like that, I need to identify that I don't want to do that instead of like sitting at the bottom of the to-do list, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I have things that like, yeah, I need to do that. Yeah. We need to order product. I need to check in on the inventory control levels. I need to call the the electrician to switch the light bulbs. Yes. That those are not things that like bum me out, but I'm not pumped about pulling docs and talking to the CPA and that kind of stuff, but it need, I got to write it down, right? Like pen to paper. So I think you got to find three things that you just don't want to do. And three things that need to happen that you're, you know, you're comfortable with and identify those first and then have a big old brainstorm. And if you need to do the brainstorm first, because you're like, I don't know what to do, that's also fine. And, and I think 
to your point, you know, what you were saying about like, just, it's not your staff's responsibility to, to take care of your business. It's also like, you don't want it to become their responsibility accidentally because Mm -hmm. then you're not driving your own boat and you became the leader because you had a vision. And so you've got to, you've got to do this stuff so that you don't accidentally end up with a business that a, you didn't design and B that you might hate. Ooh, whoa. That's a nugget. I almost ran around the block. I almost was out. I literally am shook. And I totally agree with you. I do want to add a light on what Lexi is also saying and it's awareness and it's awareness of what you don't want to do. And it's awareness of what you maybe are unaware of what you can't do or can do. And it's just awareness. And I love that because as long as you are witnessing what's happening in your business in present time, you're going to be successful as long as you're present. And then you make those action plans. So Lexi, those are fire. Good. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, it's just, I think the reason that we don't work in our business is because it's a lot of unknown right? Yeah. Like we, we just go like, well, I don't know if I can, like, I don't even know what that document, those letters that they just asked me for. I don't know what those mean. And so we just go like, that might happen later. Or, you know, it's like, it's like, if you don't feel good for a long time, you're just like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And then all of a sudden now your appendix is going to (laughs) burst, you know, like (laughs) that's not a good way to live in your business either. And, and so I'm like, Google it, ask somebody, get help. Like you can figure it out and, and you would have time to ask somebody or figure it out if you scheduled the CEO day or just like, even if you start with two hours, honestly, I think 90 minutes is a, is for me, the period of time that I can work without getting too like ADHD brain. Mm -hmm. Like I can go a 90 minute stretch. And after that, I'm like, I gotta get up. Right. So even if I'm going to work all day long on stuff and I'm just like, I'm going to power through this. I can do this. I'm going to schedule like 90 minutes and I'm going to set a timer. And then when it goes off, I'm going to get up and I literally might go for a walk. I might do jumping jacks. I might put on some music and dance. Like you got to like move the body. So the brain will continue to work. At least that's for me. And I totally have the squirrel brain. So if if that's you, which I think a lot of us as creatives do, like, it's really good to put in those breaks for yourself. Because when you say, I'm going to do this thing that might be hard enough to start, you've got to give yourself like permission to have a break and be you. Yeah. Yes. That's so important. And we're not conditioned to take breaks. Exactly. We just talked about this on one of our recent podcasts and it's so important to schedule them and be consistent with that. So One of the other things that I want to dive into, which I think is a really big problem in our industry, and it it does, it's wrapped around boundaries. And I know that we're shifting and changing, and that's really moving in a really good direction. But let's talk about the DMs, the texts, the phone calls for appointments that are coming in all day, all night, around the clock. And I have found even in my Make That Money course with my sweet owners, renters, that they are very frazzled because it's like, you see business, you see opportunity, but then you're answering them all day and night. And then you don't have balance at home and you're not having time with your children and your family or just time for yourself. And I think there's a lot of angst around it because now that we live in a world of instantaneous, which is social media, it's so easy to feel like you have to respond right away. 
And I think it's kind of understanding that just because Judy messaged you at 11 doesn't mean you have to get back to her at 11.05. You know what I mean? So what are some tips, advice, maybe some resources? I know we're going to go through all of it, but in terms of like having set time to understand that we don't have to respond right away, how are you dealing with all of that text, phone calls, DMs? For sure. So the first thing, and this was one of the very first lessons, like hard lessons that I learned as a salon owner and as a stylist was like, I can't, I don't want you to call me when I'm at dinner and to call Mm -hmm. me three times because some people are just ruthless. Right. And they don't know you're at dinner. And that's also not their fault because I've, I've given them my number. I'm allowing them to reach out to me. And that's just her personality that she needs it right now. And so for me, I, the simplest thing for me to do back then was to get a second phone. And I have everything that is business related on a second phone. For me, that was the simple boundary that I could totally understand. I could visually see it. And I could literally leave the phone. If I wasn't going to work, if I'm like, I'm going to go spend this weekend with my husband, if I'm going to go, we went to Europe for two weeks. I left the phone at home, right? That was hard to do, (laughs) but I had, I left it with my mom and I said, Hey mom, can you like check and just like kind of filter through just, we had a copy paste message. She sent it for me. Granted, like that was a long time ago. Now there's probably like automated systems we Mm -hmm. could put in place and things like that. Um, but it, to me, that was the simplest thing. So I love two phones. It's a business expense and the, the cost that I pay that it doesn't matter. It, it gives me such peace of mind. Now on that phone, I have set up parameters that work for me. But before, even if, if you don't want to get a second phone or if you want to use apps and and safeguards and things like this in your business, you have to say like, what are the rules? Mm -hmm. Not for your clients, for you. Mm. And that's hard because when we're scrolling on the gram and I'm like mindlessly scrolling and doing stuff for Lexi, I'm getting a DM from someone who needs Lexi, the salon owner or Lexi, the business coach. And so you have to know what, where those rules are for yourself. So I don't respond to DMs after X number of hours. Like I don't, you know, like I do DMs at this time. Um, you know, you have to really do that stuff. And honestly, this sounds a little bit old school and maybe a little like even archaic, but I will write my rules down. Like these are the rules for business. And I physically write them pen to paper. I don't type it. Then I take a picture of it and I put it everywhere that I need that reminder when I'm building this new habit. Mm -hmm. A lot of things when it comes to time management and even business planning are all habits, right? Like we just have to build the habit. It's habit formation and and retraining our brain to figure out what's acceptable for us, right? And I think that like what Nina and Jay, both of you were saying that boundaries are, we're changing, right? Like we are getting stronger in what we need as, as business professionals, as beauty pros, but we still have to know what's acceptable for us first, before you tell somebody how to treat you, you have to know how you want to be treated. And so I love to start with that, but then I will, I have safeguards on, on both phones, in fact, on my personal phone as well. Like I have the do not disturb. It starts at um, 8 a.m. and it goes off at 7 p.m. And I mean, those are longer working hours than most people have. So I figure like, look, eight to seven. And But what are most of us doing? 12 to 12, you know, because we don't have any of those safeguards. And I, I used yeah. to get texts at two in the morning from clients that were coming home from the bar because they were so excited. Their hair still looked great. And I'm like, yeah, I could maybe knife you. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know? Nice and so, but, yeah. but that was me because I, I gave them the number. I said, text me anytime I'm here for you, except I don't want that ding to go off, you know? So, and I don't look at my phone before those hours and, and the girls that, and the women that rent from me here at the salon, they know if they need to get in contact with me, if it's an emergency, we have protocols in place because they know that my phone is not going to make a noise and I don't care. Like I'm not looking at it because I've shared that really clearly. And I think that that's the thing is like, we make all these rules up, but then we don't share them sure. or we make up all these rules and then we don't honor them, which mm. then tells them, go ahead and do whatever you've been doing. It's fine. doesn't bother me. Absolutely. I love the turnoff and the safeguards and the, you know, having that like after a certain time, I'm not going to answer DMs or I'm not going to, you know, until the morning, I may not check my messages until 8am. There's so much automation now, obviously that you can do even on Instagram and Facebook when people are sending you messages. It happens to me often when I reach out to stylists, I'll get the response, the automated response. So there's so many ways that you can set yourself up that way. So you're, uh, you're still responsive, but you're not physically doing it. Mm -hmm. And then also using online booking systems, just like Schedulicity or whatever online booking system you, you use, you know, I, I live in love for Schedulicity, but they're working for you. So your clients like, Hey, don't slide into my DMS. If you want to make an appointment, go onto my online booking. You can book at three, four five o'clock in the morning. If you want to, it doesn't matter. And I'm not hearing that. And I'm just booking appointments in my sleep. So using a yeah. point of sale system that is going to work for you is incredibly important too. Do you have any systems and apps or resources or things that you like to use that may be beneficial for stylists as well? Yes. So I love the automated response. I think that is huge with whatever booking app you use. Fantastic. I know that oh, like it's kind of new ish and I think that we'll start to pick it up a little bit, but um, the, the text marketing I think is mm. fantastic. And so when somebody sends you a, like, let's say you use online booking, but your client still can text you, you know, there's still like this cave that they can fall into that you're stuck with them. Right. So having that automated tech system that can send things back and, and, or even just, uh, using the text keyboard where you can like text a replacement and you can have this whole thing. And I've done this if I'm going on vacation or if I have a new client reach out, maybe they didn't see the link to book, to book on our website or, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily taking new clients now, but back when I was there, there was, there were people that text you and they need you, right. They, they act like they need you. And, and I know that all of this is sounding like, oh, it's easy. Just push a button. And it is easy to just push the button, but I need to be 100% transparent with both of you and with everyone. Yes. I'm a people pleaser. So like, I don't want to leave you hanging. So it felt like I needed to do something. So I used the, the text replacement keyboard and I would write out this thing that like, thank you so much for reaching out. And I only had to write it one time. Um, at, I would love to see you as a new client, but I, but I would set the boundary. I respond to texts 24 to 48 hours, depending on the day of the week. I do work regular hours. Here they are. I take these days off. Here they are. And I spelled it all out so that if I saw a text come through, during my normal hours, but let's say it, I wasn't working, I would just send that text because it felt like I still took care of them and it would direct them to my online booking. And it was mm -hmm. like, I did something, but it seemed like an auto text response. Mm -hmm. So then I was off the hook a little bit and that, that's not necessarily a best practice, but it's something in the middle. If you're just getting started. I, I love that you're giving these tips of like, because we all we need to do and be focused on is that one step forward, mm -hmm. right? Just that one little added 
nugget of joy, right? Of like knowledge or systems and standards. And, and I love that you're like leaning all the way into that. I'm just so inspired. And I know everyone right now listening is like so giddy about that. But I do want to ask you, like right now in the industry, right? So right now where we're at, what do you feel the advice that the industry needs to hear right now? What is that? If you can give that Ooh. to us. Okay. Well, <laughs> but, yeah. That one on you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm just so That's like, I had, to, <laughs> I had to go in girl. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. For anyone in our industry, the thing that there's a lot of change happening. And I yeah. think the the biggest thing that I would say, whether you are a aspiring salon owner, you are a salon owner, you're a stylist that never wants to be a salon owner anywhere in between, right? Is get your footing in what's important to you for your life, mm. for your life, not for your freaking business. It's going to happen, but know what's important to you so that you're not like just taking where the wind blows you. You mm. need to be concrete in what you want for your life so that your business can then provide it for you. And because there's so much going on and there's lots of shiny objects right now and lots of things. And I don't think the dust has settled, uh, frankly, just yet. I think we're still trying on a lot of different outfits. It's not, it's, you just don't want to get taken over there on accident because that was a shiny object that, that worked for, for your pal. And when you get there, it sucks. Like mm. that, I think it's, it's important that you know, what's important to you. And I always say, you want to honor your priorities and and be really sure that you are going to have a good life, you know, because we give so much of our life to our clients that what's left of it should really be whatever the hell you want it to be. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's so clear. And I love that you said, get clear on your life because then the business will follow. I mean, they do run and coincide. They run side by side, right? It's so important to know who you are and what serves you and what your, what you want your life to look like. So then the business can kind of fall in line with that. That's such good advice. I know that we talked about some apps and things, and I yeah. know that you have some that you want to share. I want to share this first before I forget, cause I probably will. And I want to make sure that I bring this up because I read this the other day. Um, and it was on the blonde dot the dot blonde dot chronicles, my girl, Carly, the blonde chronicles on her Instagram. And I was telling Jay about it. And she had a post recently that said three apps to help streamline your business. And one of the apps that she shared was called dialed and dialed. I'm going to just read what it says. So dialed allows you to have a separate phone number for client calls and text without having to get a separate phone. Among other features, the dialed app allows you to select open hours and create a custom automated response to your clients outside of your open business hours. So if you're looking for something like that, I want to give her a shout out, The Blonde Chronicles, my girl Carly. She shared this and I was like, this is so amazing because people are always asking, how do I get a separate number? What do I do? Do I need a separate phone? So check out Dialed. What do you have, Lexi, that you kind of like to use, whether it's for organization, time management, for booking, whatever it is, share away. Oh my gosh, that Dialed app is so legit. Like that's fantastic. That that just saves you like, I mean, that's 
Fantastic. I love that. Uh, I use the app Slack, which is for teams. And I do use it with my team. Now, owning a rental salon, they're not my employees. I'm in the state of California, so it has to be abundantly clear. And um, and we use it for team communication, for logistics, things that are not fun. And we use it for super fun things. Like two weeks ago, one of, the, one of my gals got engaged and she throws that picture up there. And we all are just, you know, so ecstatic for her. We knew it was coming, kind of. Um, and so, but the, there's life things in there so that my team can stay connected. But then there's also logistics like commission. There's, you create channels for everything. So think of like social media without like foo-foo and an algorithm and you just go where you want to go, but you get notifications for things that you are important to you, right? So yeah. I keep all of, for, for salon owners, this is huge. I keep all of my reception training in Slack. So it's mm-hmm. videos that link to my either a private YouTube or things that I've created to, so that I don't have to, honestly, I don't train my receptionist anymore. They get trained, but it's me on the phone because like, it's just not that hard. And I've done it once and it saves me a ton of time. So I love to do those kind of time-saving things and then use technology in order to relay them. So huge there. And then I, we use it for ordering. Like when we are going to place a Unite order, we all go to that channel, you pop in your order and then we send you a total and then you Venmo the salon and it gets cross-checked, right? So it creates a paper or digital paper trail for me. So Slack is the organizational tool of my dreams as a salon owner. And as a stylist, you can use it too independently. You just don't share it with anybody, but you can keep track of your color order. You know, mm. like there's so much you can do within Slack where you, it's just all in a, a, like it's all there in your app and you can write notes and you can share things. Or let's say you wanted to, you know, down like copy and paste from your, if you use salon scale, which I do, mm-hmm. you, you know, it tells you what, what color, like what you're out of, right? Gives you your inventory. So you pop that then over and then, you know, take that and send that to your rep or take it to the store and buy your stuff. Like so many different ways that you can use Slack. It's free. So like just download it and mess with it today. I love, love, love Slack as a salon owner. Just, it just provides so much communication. That's not, I used to do things on Facebook. I used to do things in a private Instagram group. And while that's fine, there's a lot of noise you got to fight with. Sure. Mm. And, and so for me, I love that it's just there. The girls know if they get a notification, I ask that they have their notifications on in general. And that would be like an emergency SOS, like, you know, like, here's what you need to know today, kind of a thing. Um, I, for my, for business planning, you know, and for having those Lexi days, the CEO days, I love to use Google Docs and Google Calendar. And I don't have it sync with my personal calendar. It's just where I can like move things around and see where a promotion would fit or where, a specific retail item is going to be new. I can put that in there and, and my team can then see that to say, like, when I say to my social media gal, look at the calendar and we need some reels that are created to create it around this, or, you know, we can pop stuff in there. I also love, you know, I, I like to keep things pretty simple, but I love pen to paper. And I have in terms of my day to day and how I keep myself straight about, you know, I have a lot of jobs and so yeah. I have to be organized. And I think that, the more things you take on, the more organization takes over you because otherwise you just can't do anything well. But even when I was, you know, just doing one thing at a time, right? Like just when I was just a salon owner is when I really developed the system of what do I need to do? And what are those three things that are really like agonizing and and three things that are not so agonizing, you know? And, And then the big like brainstorm, I created this 
paper system that I would just find like any scratch piece of paper and anybody can do this, plop it in half, you know, give yourself a crease and on one side, put the hours of the day. And on the other side, put your brainstorm and then like circle the three things that must get done today and put them over in the, in the hours. And then what's left, you figure out what to do with the rest of your day. You know, I mean, it's super Uh, simple. And since then, since I've used that, since I, I mean, for the last 15 years, I've basically used this piece of paper system. And then the next day I fold it over and do the other side. Um, But I've created a download. So I've got it and it's much prettier than my chicken scratch on the back of a scratch piece of paper. So we'll have that um, that you guys can find in my Instagram bio and, and, or a DM me, you know, and I can send it directly to you. But I, I think those are the things that keep me the most organized. And I bought a timer on Amazon that is like, it's a little cube and you, it says like 30, 60, 15, 20, you know, minutes. And you hit this, the time that you want, like on your counter, on your hand, and it sets a timer for you. And then it just gently dings when that time is up. But setting a timer on my phone was not a good thing for me because there were too many distractions. Because when the timer went off, I would accidentally see a notification or be like, oh, I wonder what my girlfriends are doing. Let me send them a text or let's go to Instagram and see if anybody commented on my last post. So that really separating things and using airplane mode on my phone, like we have so much technology in front of us that can be incredibly powerful or like crazy distracting, which we all know, right? You don't need me to tell you that. But if you really want to make a difference in your business and your productivity, you have to set safeguards because I don't think I'm not strong enough if I don't have the safeguards. I'm like, forget it. I don't want to work. I just want to scroll. <laughs> but <laughs> I also realize like, you know, I have to work. And so setting myself up and knowing that I have those outside parameters and, and really using like the, and then also the pen to paper, the notebook kind of situation for, for the daily planner. That's good too. Cause it's not on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like these are things that, you know, and I set triggers and I, for the longest time, I couldn't remember to look at the planner to see what I was supposed to do. Like I would make the plan in the morning and then you know, like what, where to go? It's in my purse still my purse <laughs> yeah. in my car. <laughs> like that doesn't do me a lot of good. And so I created little triggers and I put them all over the salon. They were in my color cabinet. And this is a trick you can do for anything really. Like if you need to remind, to talk about retail, you put a little like sticker of your favorite product in the inside of your color cabinet or save it as a screensaver of your phone because you know you're not going to leave your phone for very long Mm -hmm. and you know so just little triggers like that and it would remind me to come back and look at the planner I have never been so so much more productive when I started Mm -hmm. doing that than any other time in my life so I think it's just really about knowing what motivates you building some habits around it and then just being consistent right Mm -hmm. and honoring the time and honoring what's important to you with your time. Like if you really looked at what you did all day long, you'd probably be pretty disappointed in yourself. <laughs> you know, like I'm not, no, there's no shame here, but just, you know, sure, you would go, sure. what the heck did I do with my day? Like I could have done all those things and then I would be able to sleep at night and not wake up at three in the morning and think uh, about the light right. bulbs. Absolutely. You know, so I think all those things roll up, but, but those are my favorite, like kind of apps and tangible items that help me be more productive because ultimately I don't really care. I mean, I'm not, I don't wake up in the morning and go, damn, I want to be productive. That's, that's not, <laughs> I don't know about you guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh-uh. Like I want to have fun. I want to like talk to my friends. I want to live my, like, those are the things that I, I, you know, that I want to wake up and do. So 
being productive gives me the freedom to do the things that I love. And, and that to me is what's most important and why I'm so passionate about time management and productivity. Absolutely. Now tell them where they can find, cause I know that you have a download, a free yes. download that they can grab. So why don't you just, I mean, well, they can just link on in your bio, in yeah. your Instagram and just tell them what your Instagram is so they can follow you, follow you there as well. Yes, please come hang out and tell me, listen to the podcast. I always feel like people that listen to any podcast that I'm on, if they're listening to mine or it, anybody that listens to podcasts are like our people, right? Because yes. it's just different. Like we're having different conversations on podcasts. So thanks for listening, A. And B, come <laughs> hang out with me on Instagram. I'm at Lomax, L-O-M-A-X dot Lexi, L-E-X-I. And all of that will be uh, in the link in my bio or of course on my website as well. Perfect. Well, I took some notes about, you know, some of the slack I know was really important. I love that. And I think it's just, it's just important to take a step back and reassess sometimes. And I think what you made very clear is that you have to put yourself first and you have to put the needs of your life first, and you have to really understand what it is that makes you happy and then take the steps to, you know, put other things in order and in direction with your business and, you know, other things that you're looking to do in your life. So thank you. Thank you so much, Lexi, for your knowledge and your time today and your bubbly personality, which we absolutely live for. So make sure that you go and follow her on Instagram and get that download for sure. Cause it's going to help you get a little bit more organized and Jay, we love you too. <laughs> Make sure you can follow him on Instagram at it's Mr. J Ladner. Follow myself at Nina Tulio and our best and amazing sponsor at Oligo. Thank you again, Lexi, for joining us. Thank so, you so, so nice. much. Yeah, so, so nice to have you. And if you learn anything from listening to us today, please know that it is okay to live in your truth and remember to always live your life out loud. See you next time.